Hey, thanks for listening to the Unexpected Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, please take the time to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Welcome back to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast, where we chat all about the unexpected aspects of pregnancy and parenthood. I'm your host, Deborah Brooks. I'm a speech-language pathologist who found herself unexpectedly expecting. On this show, I call everyone I know who can help me get prepared for this life-changing journey, and on occasion, I chat with my comedian husband, Mike Racine, to see where his head's at. Okay, let's start the show. is 21 weeks. Today is Christmas Eve. Um, tomorrow is Christmas and I I turn a new week on Fridays, which is tomorrow. So tomorrow will be 22 weeks. Um, and I feel really good. Um, something new. I have uh, some stiffness in my right hand. I don't know if it's because I have a pregnancy symptom of carpal tunnel or I'm just spending too much time scrolling on my phone. One of those for sure. I also keep waking up with nosebleeds, um, but my husband isn't and we sleep in the same room. Uh, So I don't know if that's a pregnancy thing or a me thing, but I'm definitely going to need to set up my humidifier. Um, Before we keep talking more about me, let's find out what's happening at week 21 during pregnancy, according to what to expect when you're expecting. Week 21. How big is your baby this week? Switching from crown to rump to crown to heel length, about 10 and a half inches in length. Think large banana and almost 11 to 12 and a half ounces in weight. And speaking of bananas, you might want to eat some this week if you'd like your baby to taste, have a taste for them. That's because the flavor of amniotic fluid differs from day to day depending on what you've eaten. Hot chili one day, mild banana another, and now your baby is swallowing amniotic fluid each day for hydration, nutrition, and also to get practice swallowing and digesting. He or she will be getting a virtual taste of and a taste for whatever's on your menu. Here's another baby update. Arms and legs are finally in proportion. Neurons are now connecting between the brain and muscles and cartilage throughout the body is turning into bone, which means that when your baby makes those moves, which you're probably feeling by now, they're much more coordinated, so no more jerky twitches. And yes, I do finally feel the baby now, uh, which is super exciting. I do have an anterior placenta, meaning the placenta is in the front instead of in the back or on the sides, and it kind of like cushions any of uh, his movements, but I do feel him now. It's still uh, light, but distinct. Um And I feel all different feelings. So sometimes it's like a big swoosh, which I think maybe it's his whole body moving. And sometimes it's like a thud, um, like one or two thuds. And I think maybe that's like his foot. Um, And then other times it's just like a little poking, um, which I think is, it feels like a finger, but that's his finger must be so small for that. But maybe an elbow or something. 
it feels great though uh, because I feel less worried every day now that I can feel him moving. I don't pull out that Doppler as often um, and I'm really happy. So I'm thinking, so now since it's Christmas Eve and I am 21 weeks and tomorrow's Christmas, I'll be 22 weeks, that I'm going to have an eight-month-old baby next Christmas, which is exciting. He'll be able to sit up and pull presents open, and that's um, something I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, After reading what to expect, that little intro, I'm thinking I should eat more bananas I have been eating some apples and oranges, but I have to confess I'm not having the healthiest diet this week. Um, a lot of a lot of pickled things. I've had jars of pepperoncini, jars of the like pickled vegetables, pickles in general, um, a lot of crackers, a lot of bread and butter. Um, what else? A lot of yogurt though, so that's good at least. We have a whole um, Christmas Eve feast planned. We're going to have uh, mushroom soup, black bean soup, crab cakes, antipasts with no meat, and um, pierogies. So I'm excited for that. And uh, I hope that you guys are, well, I hope that you all have enjoyed your holidays. So because you're going to hear this after the fact because I'm still editing but um yeah I hope you had a great time I hope you stayed safe and healthy and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode okay so in this episode I chat with Amanda Pericles she is a speech language pathologist and um, you can find her on Instagram at the black speechy and in this episode she and I talk about being pregnant while in grad school during a pandemic. So I hope you enjoy it. And then stay tuned to next week. She'll talk more about her labor and delivery, which luckily happened after finals, but still during a pandemic. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Unexpected Podcast. Today, I am joined by a fellow speech language pathologist, Amanda Pericles. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm good. I told you today was a day, but we're okay. We're still here. <laughs> yeah, and she'll she'll let us know more. Um, so Amanda is known as the Black Speechy on Instagram. Uh, you should follow her. She's got great content. Um, and she found herself pregnant at the end of grad school. Yeah. So tell me, tell me about that. Okay. I mean, scary stuff to me, just because I remember that time in my life, I was like, just survive. And then you just like added a whole nother element. Yes. Um, So, (laughs) so yeah, we got pregnant. It was not planned. Um, It was. Thank you. Because (laughs) I am so far the only person. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, So what's funny is that like, it was, like, the running joke during grad school, like, Amanda, Mm -hmm. like, let's lay out your pregnancy plan, because this is what's going to happen. You're going to get pregnant during the last year of school, and then you're going to do your CF, and then, and it was, like, a running joke, but. Really? Yeah, like, because I'm the only one that was married in my cohort, too, so. um, Oh, okay. I was, like, kind of, like, the one of the moms in that sense, because I was Mm -hmm. in a long-term relationship, Um, so, yeah, so that happened. We conceived, 
in like end of November, beginning of December, I believe, like around Thanksgiving like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So only uh, one more semester, really. Yeah. yeah. So what happened was, um, so I'm, my periods are usually very regular. Um, mm-hmm. my, my partner, my husband, he knows that. Um, and I usually like tell him, um, that I'm getting my period this date, whatever, whatever, or I'm like PMSing. So it's pretty regular. And I was looking forward to getting it, not looking forward to, but you know, I was expecting it. Right. And so we were planning on taking a trip to visit his family in Alabama and Florida. So we were getting ready for this trip and I was already like very like, um, cautious because I, I felt like I was running a little later than usual, like maybe like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, Let, we're planning, we're packing. Like I was busy with finals. Like I was finishing up my clinical. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna worry about that. Um, and so we're getting ready, we're going and we got to Alabama the day, I think we traveled like Christmas day. Um, so mm-hmm. we got there on a, I think it was a Wednesday and we were planning to all take the drive, the 12 hour drive to Florida on Friday or Thursday night, I believe Friday mm-hmm. night. Um, and so I was already like, okay, what am I going to do? I, I, I was like, I'll tell him I need to go to the store. Um, and I'll just pick up some, like, you know, some cheap little, you know, pregnancy tests and then I'll take them because I've always been the one that wanted to like make a surprise and like right. do it beforehand. Mm-hmm. But no, we get there and he's like, weren't you supposed to get your period? And I was like, yes. <laughs> he's like, um, when were you supposed to get it? And I was like, a week ago. <laughs> and he's a like, week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so like at that point, he's like, yeah. so should we go get tests? Um, and I was like, yeah, but like we can get it later. I didn't want because we were with the, the family too. So I didn't want them to like know beforehand. So right. um, and another thing that kind of tipped me off was I usually don't get I get um, breast sensitivity, nipple sensitivity, mm-hmm. but like the day before or something like that. Um, right. It's been so long. I don't remember. But I had it for like a week where I was like in the shower, like the loofah hitting me like was, was yeah, it was bad. And I was like for a week straight and I was like, this is kind of abnormal. So <laughs> those were like the two things that tipped me off. The one that I was just late and then the other one that I was um, really sensitive there. And so we went and we got these tests before we took the 12 hour drive to Florida. So I had them like in my bag the entire time. And I was like, should I do it at a rest stop? I feel like that's yeah. tactic. So we, <laughs> so we got to Florida at like midnight on Friday. Um, and we, so we took a shower, we put on the shower and I'm like sitting on the toilet and I'm like, should I do it now? And we're like, yes. So I sat on the toilet and I like did the pregnancy test. I got two just in case. Yeah. Um, Good. So I put them behind me and waited. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, you look first, please. And so like, meanwhile, everyone's like up and awake. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Like they're just like saying hi to each other, watching TV. We just got there. They're unpacking. Mm-hmm. And so I had him look and he's like, his eyes just got huge. And then I turned around and I was like, I looked at both of them to make sure. And I was like, <gasps> oh my gosh. And so we were like, what just happened? So I like started tearing up, but then we just like hop in the shower and we're like, is this real? I don't, is, I don't know what's happening. He, and he was like, I think I'm going to faint. I'm like, going to faint. <laughs> um, so that's how we found out. And it was very like, very unexpected, but welcomed, like, you know, um, yeah, that's how I felt too. Like, yeah, I wasn't trying to get pregnant, but I always 
wanted to be. It just never, I never knew when the time was going to be. And I was, was not even married yet. I was getting married in a couple of weeks. So right. it was still unexpected, but it was quite welcomed, like you mentioned. Right. So yeah, yeah. that's what happened for us. And you didn't get to wrap up your pea stick and hand it to your husband no, in some sort of I, no, I didn't photographic book. I didn't get to get him the onesie or like yeah. a photo shoot or anything. He was like, weren't you supposed to get your period? I'm like, dang you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do any of that either. Um, so then what were your symptoms like for each trimester? How'd you feel? Um, okay. So my first trimester, I was exhausted. Um, luckily I was done with my clinicals for grad school. Right. Um, and I, we had classes like two days a week, I think I was going into campus. So mm -hmm. it was very nice. And like, I was so happy that I, my clinicals went the way they did because I was potentially going to wait for a, a certain opportunity for spring semester. Okay. Um, but I ended up taking an opportunity in the fall that was kind of out of my comfort zone. And so I had that spring semester to, you know, stay home, take a nap, you know, I had mm -hmm. long gaps in between classes. So sometimes I would, you know, just take a nap or do that. Um, and just the workload was easier. I wasn't working, you know, million mm -hmm. hours. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. Um, and I had, so I didn't really have nausea or like morning sickness. Okay. But I had just what I always described as just like, like gastrointestinal, like discomfort. So like, it felt like, um, just like a bubbly stomach, like all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes like, I just had a decreased appetite because of it too. Like I just would think of eating and that would kind of make me nauseous. Like thinking of eating would make me nauseous, but I didn't like wake up in the morning and vomit. Like I vomited two times and they were just like super random. Like one time I was trying to swallow my prenatal and I like gagged. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So that was it for ter in terms of sickness. And it was mostly just like thinking about food or like remembering that I hadn't eaten because I didn't want to eat food. And that would make me kind of like nauseous. They're gaggy. Um, and then again, the nipple sensitivity, the, the breast sensitivity was like almost throughout the entire pregnancy. So yeah, that, that was from the beginning. Um, something that I didn't know was a thing was like gingivitis, um, and yeah. like the, the bleeding. So, um, that was really annoying, especially since we didn't have dental at the time. So like, I haven't seen a dentist in like a year and my husband yeah. has jobs, so I was like super nervous about like getting cavities and like gum health and teeth health because I've heard horror stories of people like their teeth falling out and I was like, oh no, I don't. Yeah, my OB was like, I had to go because I don't have dental right now. Mm -hmm. Um, because if I pay for it, it's never been cost effective. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just got a cleaning. It was like one hundred and seventy five dollars as opposed to oh paying God. whatever dental was going to be every month you know mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 okay um and I didn't have any like cavities or anything to fill the last time I went which was also just another 175 dollars and they took x-rays that time yeah but I did I refused them when I was pregnant okay yeah, well, so pregnant. I, yeah so I had like minor like it was usually just when I brushed my teeth it wasn't anything crazy but I was like oh this is annoying because I would like look mm -hmm. in the mirror and see the swelling around my gum line and it was yeah like, Ugh. 
Um, but I hate brushing my teeth. Like I hated it before and now <laughs> I, I have to do it. Hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And flossing. I was like, uh, I know. Flossing. Oh, I haven't been good with that. I, I said was I was gonna, but I'm, no. Yeah. Um, and then something that I think, I don't know if other people have de- seen this or like experienced this, but I kind of like developed an eczema and like mm. an athlete's foot, I think, um, in my hand was just itchy. It was usually mostly on my hands. And I was itchy all the time, like so annoying. But seconds, I think around month four or five is when it went away. But it was like my skin was getting raw, like from the itching all the time. I had athlete's foot. I was like using antifungal creams. It was on one foot mostly. And it was just so unbearable. But then wow. away after like four or five months. Yeah, I didn't have that. I have itchy shins for some reason. Like my mm-hmm. sh- my shin bone part, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's really itchy. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten like multiple cold sores on my lip. And I usually would always get them like in one spot in the same spot. Mm-hmm. But then now like with being pregnant, it could be like in any part of my lip. So those are like the weird things that happen to me. I feel like I had itchy shins too. Really? Yeah, Ah. legs and shins, but I feel like that might just be like from skin differences for sure. Right. And like, yeah, your hormones are just doing weird stuff to you. Yeah. yeah, So what was that third trimester like? um, I didn't get there yet. Second trimester, I developed like increased heartburn and reflux. Um, Uh So I started like sleeping with my pillow, like an extra pillow kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. Taking, um, what was I taking instead? Because you can't take Pepto, so I took Tums. Oh, Tums, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was taking Tums like all the time. Um, increased like discharge, like vaginal discharge, like that's a thing too that I experienced. And mm-hmm. I started getting this like random rib pain below my left breast, like right at the top. Uh I think it was just because my breasts were getting heavier and larger. So like the weight, but also, um, I feel just because I'm tiny, I feel like just the growth of the the uterus was kind of just pressing up there, but it was like a very annoying pain below my left breast, like in my ribs, like like I had bruised a rib or something. Really? Kind of very like uncomfortable. Um, and then my hip pain started getting bad, like during the nights, like hip Mm -hmm. pain and like leg pain when I was going to go to sleep. So that was like kind of annoying to have to lean on them when I was sleeping on my side. Yeah. And you have to sleep on your side. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing though, that is that I didn't really gain weight until second semester trimester. Um, so I lost, I kept losing weight and then like gaining one or two pounds back and then like losing or gaining two pounds back. So I didn't really start gaining weight until like second trimester. I started off at like 134 pre baby. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like around 128, 129 for a really long time. And then at like 21 weeks, I got into like 132. And then I started like gaining weight after that. But I was pretty tiny. Um, wow. But measurements were always like on par for when they were measuring like my my belly. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I did they start measuring your belly? No one's measured my belly yet. Um, I think that's probably like second trimester. Huh. Yeah. So they start doing it from like the fundus, like the top of your uterus, uh-huh. to the bottom by your pelvic bone. And they basically, the amount of inches is supposed to correspond with like how many weeks you are. 
So like oh. typically you're going to be like around 26 or centimeters. I'm not sure inches, centimeters, 26, if you're at 26 weeks and that's how you measure it. Um, I mean, I feel like I just got around stomach. So maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I barely, like, I barely started showing, like, around four months. I was, like, trying it. I was, like, yeah. oh, yeah, but not really at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, my mom was, like, you don't look like you're showing. Even to the end, like, to the very end, from the mm. back, I, you could not tell I was pregnant unless you saw me waddle. Well, that's lucky. I yeah. hope I don't change too much. Yeah, it was very, like I said, it was a very uneventful pregnancy. There weren't too many, like, huge symptoms that had me like in distress or anything like I hear people that are like vomiting the entire pregnancy and I'm like oh my gosh I feel so bad you know yeah yeah and the like the bladder like incontinence like having to go to the bathroom stuff that was like second half of pregnancy so like after 20 weeks I was like I need to go to the bathroom. I need to go to the bathroom. I sneeze. I need to go to the bathroom kind of thing. Right. I feel it. Yeah. So I'm at that point now. And now it feels like I have to pee more frequently, but then I don't really pee. Ooh. Like I don't have to pee that much. Oh, okay. But I feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't know. I'm And I've been drinking like 96 ounces of water a day. Oh, you're so much better than I was. I was not. Hmm. Really? I've been doing it since the beginning because I got an app that annoys me. Oh, yeah. See, I'm really bad with that. Well, I don't I floss. Like, <laughs> 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 we got to make up for it in other ways. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely <laughs> noticeable, the increase in needing to use the bathroom. But I wasn't like one of those people that had to like sleep by the bathroom at night. To go. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that was kind of annoying. My husband made fun of me for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like one what I consider one really bad day of round ligament pain and it was like the most excruciating pain I experienced the entire pregnancy it was like at 24 weeks and I was I could not move like I would be on the bed or on the couch and it was like this lower it's like this pelvic in between your vagina and your rectum like in that area like your perineum area yeah like and it, like, if I laughed, if I moved, if baby kicked, I was gone. Like I was crying and it was one evening. It was like one evening and I never experienced it again. And I was like, I have no idea what that was. It was really bad. And it was like intermittent wow. throughout the day. I would be like stuck on the couch for 30 minutes and not able to get up. And were you just like, oh, this is just round ligament pain. I'm going to be fine. Or were you like, oh, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. I was like crying and okay. my husband was like, should we call the doctor? Like, should we call my mom? Cause his mom's a labor and delivery nurse. And I was like, no, oh. um, because I was like, I think this is what it is, but I'm like always second guessing myself and like questioning. So I'm like Googling and like redditing and like all these things. And I'm like, right. I think this is what it is, but this is really bad. And I'm an excruciating pain. So I don't even want to think about what it might be other than this. Like, right. It was bad. Um, but it was only one day of that. And then okay. my swelling, again, like second half of pregnancy, I think, in my legs and my feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's when it started too. Did you, do you have um, like carpal tunnel syndrome, like tingly hands? Because I had that. No. I get that like around nighttime. Like if I'm leaning, I would get that if I was mm-hmm. on my pillow too much. Um, so my hands would just like start tingling. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder, so like, did, 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 like, my baby not tell the rest of my body that I'm pregnant? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just pretty standard. I do have to take fiber gummies though. Oh really? Yeah. Otherwise nothing's happening. My doctor prescribed me also because I'm black. She um, prescribed me. um, I was taking baby aspirin. Oh yeah. I've heard people have to take that if they're higher risk or something. Why? Because you're black. Um, I guess because we're predisposed to developing um, high blood pressure. Oh. Um, so it was like more of a precaution, I think. Oh, okay. But you didn't have high blood pressure? No. Um, if anything, I actually run low. Me Um, too. Yeah. I'm like, this makes sense because I'm pretty calm. Yeah. Um, they're like, do you usually run low? And I'm like, I think so. They usually ask me that. So I'm guessing I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And my, my blood pressure was pretty steady throughout the whole thing. Um, That's good. But what was really tough this summer was my anxiety. So I have anxiety and with everything that mm-hmm. was going on this summer with Black Lives Matter and like yeah. talking about it, my anxiety got really, really bad, which I was like so devastated about because I wanted to make this like a really calm and like right. you know, healthy mentally pregnancy because I'm already, I already have anxiety. So like I would like wake up with like my chest pounding, like, like tightness in my chest, like could not breathe on top of like the the breath that I was experiencing. Right. Yeah. Like my breath would just be tight like all day. And it was like this anxiety that I could not shake. I would take it, try to take a nap. I would try to, you know, do something to calm my nerves, like watch happy, like Netflix stuff, like like, all of that. And Mm -hmm. like that was really bad this year with everything going on. Um, It kind of, and how, how pregnant were you in June? What I was, so I was doing August. So I was like, yeah, eight months in June. Oh Um, dear. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, um, that was tough, but I can't imagine. And then what was your, um, like neighborhood? Like my neighborhood's pretty calm. So, um, the only thing that like we might've seen was like maybe a chopper or two, like in Mm -hmm. the sky when they were like deploying like the, what's that called? The National Guard kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and whatnot. Um, but our neighborhood's pretty calm. Okay. Um, we were away from things like protests and, like, people out in the street, like, but the fireworks this year. That oh, was, they were. <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> were. Fireworks. That's so funny, like, because <laughs> I would also be, I lived um, in Bushwick Bed-Stuy area, Mm-hmm. So like my neighborhood was really quiet the whole time because it's too far away to really do anything there. So most people protested like by Barclay Center and, you know, like right. more central Brooklyn where, you know, people would see them and it would be more of a demonstration. But um, I was in a bunch of the Facebook groups for the neighborhoods and everyone every night would be posted like, how did you guys not run out of fireworks yet? Yes. Like just kept finding more and it would be like four o'clock in the morning 3 30 in the morning yeah year, and they like, were like macy's grade fireworks yes they were <laughs> they weren't like these little things they were huge yeah. and just like, what is going on like why this year did everyone just get this abundance of fireworks yeah or they just never had like they had them and they like were holding back those other years <laughs> they just kept them <laughs> yeah they knew it was gonna be a hot mess but then it was also rumored that like cops were setting them off just to, because so many people were like trying to say defund the police. So the cops were setting them off so that like, you can be like, you need us. Yes, exactly. You do fireworks. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> Which I totally don't even doubt. I don't doubt it. Yeah. 
but I don't, I think like, you know, with all of it, it's like probably some of the cases, you know, but everyone else was certainly going ham on the fireworks too. Yeah. I also had really bad gas. That was oh yeah. Constant. Gas well, like, do you like had, did you level. have, did you have bad gas? Like, whereas you had pain or did you just like fart a lot? Farting and burping. And they were Me like, too. Not, yeah. not the typical farts and burps. Like, they no. were bad. <laughs> so like for me, it's coming out. Like, it's not like I'm trapped that's good yeah yeah but I'm like what if it wasn't a pandemic and I had to like work in a school right now people would not work with me they'd be like all she does is fart and burp she's gross (laughs) (laughs) so wait another thing have you felt flutters yet a little and I don't okay so I feel different feelings. Like I feel, I feel like somebody's tickling me on the inside and then I have to like scratch and then I realize like, that's not a tickle, but yeah. Like popcorn popping, like little gas bubble going off in my stomach. Ah. You know, when your stomach, when you have gas and it doesn't go come out like the regular way, but it like dissolves itself in its stomach. Like that's what it felt like. Little gas bubbles, like being popped in my stomach. Like having a soda a bit. Yeah, as like if the soda was still it was still carbonated <laughs> in my stomach like yeah. that. Yeah. It was yeah. very weird. So I have an anterior placenta, so the mm. that like blocks the baby so mm. I don't feel as much. But yeah, so I feel like I feel and then I felt like two thuds the other day. Like Ooh. and then I was like, Oh, have I not been feeling anything? And now that was it. And yeah. then other times I feel like I'm being poked like practically in my vagina. Mm, yeah, those are tough because then you once they do that and you have to go to the bathroom, it's like <laughs> a, a wrap. Like I'm like, really? I'm in bed. I'm comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to feel more though, but I don't feel a ton yet. I I've been told that I won't feel that much until like 25 weeks because of the anterior placenta. Mm, okay. Yeah, I I forget mine. I guess mine was posterior. Because I think it's more commonly posterior or it could be on the sides. Yeah, I'm not sure. They never really specified, but we didn't we didn't have um an issue seeing the baby ever. So I feel like that's Yeah. I think you only hear about it if you have an anterior one because then they warn you you won't feel movement. Or if you have um placenta privia and mm. that's when it's like on top of the cervix and then it's like a big problem. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I started yeah. feeling flutters around like or the little popcorny feelings, like I think mm-hmm. around maybe 18 weeks, but then it didn't get uh. serious until later. When do you think it got serious? I'm trying to see, because I have like an entire thread written down of like everything. Ooh. That's why I keep really? looking at my phone. Yeah, I was wondering what you were looking at. I'm yeah, like, no, I have no. it all here because I like wanted to num- remember everything. Um, yeah. Oh, I had my first colostrum leak at 20 weeks. Oh, yeah, that hasn't happened to me yet. So um, it was just like clear coming from your nipples? So or it was white. I was wearing a shirt, like a like a tank top, and it was just wet. But it was kind of it's white and it's like sticky. Uh-huh. So like sometimes I'd be leaning on the bed and like I'd have like a little a little stain on the bed and then I would like touch okay. it. It was like kind of sticky onto the touch when, with my hands if I ever got it on my hands but it was more like kind of a white or it wasn't really translucent or anything. It was kind of like a darker pigmented white. Hmm. 
yellow kind of thing, off white. I'm trying Interesting. to see. Um, yeah, I can't remember when I, I got the first like big kick, but I remember it's probably somewhere. But I think it was like around week 18 is when I started feeling the first kind of flutters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, all right. So then your third trimester, I mean, you were pregnant in the peak of your pregnancy in the heat of summer. Yes. But I like never left my house because. Okay. Right. So, and I like didn't work out either. Like I was like the the most like lazy pregnant person ever. It was great because Mm -hmm. I'm a homebody. So it was great that I didn't have to leave the house. Right. Yeah. I wore clothes. That's one thing I kind of was sad about, though, that I didn't really get to buy pregnancy clothes the way I wanted to, like maternity clothes. Uh-huh. Um, Did you want to? I have one pair of pants. I'm like, that's it. I am. I didn't even buy pants. I got, like, dresses. I got, like, maybe yeah. three or four dresses and, like, mm-hmm. little, like, top and bottom, like, athleisure kind of home comfort comfy sets. But yeah, yeah. I didn't really buy anything else, which is a good thing, I guess, at the end of the day. Yeah, because then it's like, it's only temporary unless you save it for the next one. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, I was home most of the time. Third trimester, I got a little bit more tired again, but it was pretty uneventful. Okay, so that concludes part one of our time with Amanda Pericles, the Black Speechy on Instagram. Uh, so she said that her third trimester was pretty uneventful, but her labor and delivery sure wasn't. So tune in next week to hear more about that. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. The Unexpected Podcast is recorded and produced by Deborah Brooks and is sponsored by the Sit Down with Microscene Podcast, SLP's Wine and Cheese Podcast, and the Dad Show with Microscene Podcast. For more unexpected content, head over to www.patreon.com slash Deborah Brooks CCC SLP. If you love the show, I'd appreciate a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week. Oh,